I'm Ryan Milliken from Hardway Performance, and you're listening to the Diesel Power Podcast. I'm Demetri Miller with No Zone Diesel. This is Anthony Reigns from XDP. This is Jaron Holder from Holder Down Performance. I'm Corey Willis from PPI. I'm Drew with DNJ Precision Machine. I'm Pinky. And you're listening to the Diesel Power Podcast. Diesel Power Podcast. You're listening to the Diesel Power Podcast. The Diesel Power Podcast. The one and only Diesel Power Podcast. We're really excited to have Chase from King Speed Race and Repair on today's episode. We're going to talk about UCC and, and what those guys do and the awesome trucks they're building. It's great to have you on, Chase. Thanks. I appreciate it. So we got UCC coming up, and uh, it's the talk of the town, so to speak, with all the horsepower and torque and, and all the great, uh, great things that the competitors bring to it. And what you guys did last year was crazy as far as how fast you guys were going. What's it like going from that to, you know, building a truck for UCC and going out there competing? It's a little change of gears. So, um, long story short, we were kind of in a limbo for a little bit. Uh, I, uh, Mike, Michael will come up a little bit in this conversation. He, he owns King Speed with me, so Michael Cordova and I. Um, we put together my Pro Street truck uh, four or five years ago and built it for going 980s, 990s, something like that. And nothing crazy. And in Pro Street, where and uh, we felt like we kind of outgrew that platform and wanted to build it's, It was one of those things that it sold, and then it didn't, and then it sold. It just went back and forth because uh, both of us wanted to make sure it was gone before we started a new build. So, um we uh, we did end up selling the truck and uh, uh, starting over from scratch, and it put us back a couple months. So it's uh, it's been a lot of late nights so far. But um, obviously, we uh, we're into drag racing, so uh, we hope to to show what we can do in, in that part of the challenge. But um, both of us like to think a little outside the box, so um, we uh, we kind of just look at it as a as a showcase for for what we can do as far as our business and customers and, and all that stuff. So we're really excited about the challenge. The old truck, it used to have, it had a unique transmission setup that I know you hear rumblings about and get questions, you know, from time to time about running a Lenko. And I wanted to ask you guys about that. What, uh, what kind of benefits, you know, did you guys get from, from using that, that transmission in your race truck? For sure. The, the old truck actually um, never had a Lenko in it. So that, that's a new truck thing. Um, the old truck, I had a, a 47RH in it that we put together here, uh, manual valve body, um, really loose converter, uh, the, the normal for, for Pro Street, it seems. Um, we, uh, we love uh, the people that we work with in the, in the 47, 48 industry. Uh, we have a great, great bunch of guys there. We just, honestly, we got really tired of pulling transmissions at the track and, and putting converters in at the track. and. Um, we're hoping that uh, that the Lenko will will relieve us a little bit of that on this on this UCC slash new truck build. So um, it's uh, it's something where where Michael's had a Lenko sitting around for years, and um, we uh, we got a couple more parts rounded up, and uh, it's something that we're willing we are willing to explore with um, test, and I'm sure there'll be bugs and uh, and all that stuff to work out, but um, just find a different platform like i said I, I know most most everybody that we race with is is really tired of tired of working on these automatic transmissions so <laughs> yeah it's like uh, it's come up a few times 
on the podcast so far is just how much the the motors I think have outpaced some of the some of the transmission platforms where it's just it's like the motors are two or three steps ahead now and it's trying to keep up with the transmission side that's that's challenging as far as the motor setup were you guys going to use a like a, a five nine or six seven base motor uh six seven base so uh the ucc truck will have the same engine um that i ran last year in pro street uh it's a single turbo engine single s 488 millimeter so uh that usually kind of blows people's minds they see two hood stacks and think it's got triples and, and all that stuff but it's uh it's been a single charger truck for um for pretty much the whole time it's been racing and um that platform is, has been really good to us and uh you know we uh we've kind of gotten that down to a science we feel and uh we feel we're we're making making enough power to be competitive with it so uh with with all the other things we're changing in the setup we we decided to to keep the engine platform pretty uh pretty concrete as far as what we know so it's a it's a sleeve 67 um roller cam uh high volume oil pump um all the goodies that that we offer in the in the engines that we uh we sell to guys that are that are racing all over the country with so it's uh it's kind of cool to keep it uh keep it simple and keep it to where um if if people want to set up like that they can call us and, and we'll we'll pilot one up and, and send it to them so and that leads into the next part i've really wanted to chat with you about it is what you guys do there you know at king speed what's What's your guys' bread and butter there? For sure. Yeah, we, uh, Michael and I have been racing together for, for a long time and always into this stuff, head over heels, you know, just uh, couldn't get enough of it. And uh, we uh, we decided to kind of take a shot at, at doing more of the chassis work as far as roll cages, tube chassis stuff, back half builds, and the drag racing oriented type of thing. So we... Uh, chassis table where we do a bunch of uh drag racing type chassis both gas and diesel uh we're in bowling green kentucky so it's a racing town we a lot of car customers that want to go fast doesn't matter if it's gas or diesel to us we're, we're just into drag racing so we do a lot of that we uh just bought a bunch of engine equipment so we uh we have a four axis cnc that will be landing in two and a half weeks here you know, we have a flow bench coming. Uh, we have some cylinder head equipment to keep all of our engine builds in-house. As far as right now, we uh, we struggle with you know the the growing pains of a business. We're we're outsourcing some things. Have a uh, have a whole bunch of relationships that we've used over the years, and it all changes when you go into business. So, um, as far as time frames and and quality control, the the best way we think to do it is to keep everything we can in-house. So. As far as everyday stuff, we do a lot of repair and maintenance. So we got a couple mechanics we keep on. Um, there's five of us full-time here. We do six-liter head gasket jobs, uh, you name it as far as, as normal maintenance and repair. So we're, uh, we're, we're a little bit of a different breed, I think. It's tough on us, man-hour-wise, to complete race car builds from scratch. So uh, you look at a chassis table, and it's bare, and we do the tubing. We hang the panels. We cut the windows. We uh the engine we you know you name it racing vehicle to the track we do here so uh it wears us out but uh it, it's cool because a lot of our customers want to keep stuff quiet and one shop to where they can drop it off and and before they know it it's uh it's done and at the track and uh it's uh it's something that uh that i feel isn't really available anywhere else so it's a unique program because it it 
it's hard enough just to put like a turbo kit on and injectors and all that as far as time into it but to build something from the ground up is on an entirely different level <laughs> yeah we struggle but uh it's it's all part of it so it's just uh we we have a running joke here that uh everything's on king speed time so you know it's uh the days just just fly by so it's uh that's because we we stay we stay at it so i've had uh, questions come up from time to time as far as with the six seven motor itself and you know you guys do so much with with the motor you know side of things and one of the most common questions when these guys start adding power is when do i need to build the motor you know do billet rods and uh, you know balance it and go through the whole the whole setup what's the kind of the, the breaking point on the power side where you guys say we need to invest in a build motor for sure yeah it uh it depends on a five nine or six seven so uh we usually push five nines a little further a gentleman that purchased my first street truck actually is having us put it back together. I sold it as a roller, and he wants us to do an engine for it. And he's wanting to have a stock bottom end 5.9, and we're comfortable with pushing with with making that truck. Uh, he's wanting to race at 10.50 index, so uh, you know it should be in the uh, in the 8.50 to 900 horsepower range, and I'm comfortable with that. If you're okay with with kind of Living on the edge, the 1100 horsepower probably acceptable, but on a 6.7, uh, we usually like to put in them at about 800. So single charger compounds uh, the, the way you want your power delivered to. So there's variables to it all. Um, it just it just depends on uh, how they're wanting to drive, you know, all those things. But it's uh, usually around that 800 and up to be safe. I would say is a good a good answer. The other question I got was about uh, the cranks on the 6.7s. Does does the stock crank hold up pretty well, or, or or have you guys found the limit, you know, of when that's the weak point now? Yeah, it's held up fantastic for us. So, um, being that uh, that we're single turbo guys in my setup, Mike Mike isn't isn't essentially a single turbo guy. He uh, we we have those back and forth together, but uh, you know, I, I've keep kept everything single single charger, kept torque out of it. Um, and you know, I think uh, I think like anything else, torque is what really kills them. So on on our high compression single charger engines, we haven't really seen the engine blocks or or the uh, or the cranks being a being a weak link yet. So I'm sure we'll find it eventually. Just uh, <laughs> you know, I uh, I think if if you uh, if you keep enough torque out of them, they'll uh, they'll live for a long time, in my opinion. And I think you know what you guys do, especially you know with the setup you have is. You know, sometimes, you know, people say or on the forums you'll read, you know, as far as keeping the torque out of them. And that it, like, it has this opinion or, or this this thought that, well, if you do that, they're not going to go fast. But you guys have shown that you can go extremely fast, you know, and do that. <laughs> it was cool. Michael and I were actually sitting down the other day uh, working out some, some nitrous stuff for, for some other projects we have in the shop. And we've never ran my truck fuel only. We've just ran it with, without a couple nights, and it went like six O's uh, at like one twenty, right a half a second, and you know, 15 miles an hour in the eighth. So we got to calculating some more. I think we are really close to spraying almost a thousand horsepower and uh, nitro of nitrous in my truck. So you know, that's that's a that's a cool little fact. So <laughs> do the uh, the six seven pistons, the stock pistons, hold up pretty well? even with a motor build or, you know, in a competition set up? Or what have you guys found as far as the longevity of those? Um, usually, uh, anything we do, we put a billet piston in, usually on the competition side of things. So 
I'm a big fan of, of sleeving the 6.7s down and, and getting some more cylinder wall in them. I've broken several blocks around the 1,100 to 1,200 horsepower range. A lot of guys, it's it's a hit or miss thing, you know. A lot of guys have, some guys have, have pushed them past that, but as far as what we do, we sleeve it down to a, uh, a 4060 bore, which is actually a little bit smaller cubic inch than, than the uh, the talked about six bore that everybody likes. So we just do that because... You know, we're not in an inducer limited class where I feel like every cubic inch doesn't really matter like some of the uh, the, the inducer limited classes. So I would rather have more cylinder wall meat than, than cubic inch for, for what I'm wanting to do with my stuff. So um, that uh, that all can be changed, though, as far as, uh, as the new stuff coming out. And I've seen a lot of solid blocks come out, and, and we hope to be, be building our own our own engine block here within the next year with, with, uh, with our recent purchases. So... You know, we'll start playing with some big cubic inch stuff and, and all that. But the six seven pistons in stock form, I personally have, have seen 1,200 horse in a competition vehicle with them. Uh, you know, when, when you want to when you get serious about it, I, I definitely recommend going to a, a billet piston and uh, our own designs uh, that, that Diamond makes with us. And uh, they, uh, they've been great as far as listening to us on what we want, and they've recently, uh, came out with a forged piston with a, with a steel insert for the street guys, so, you know, they, uh, they've, they've been really good to work with. As far as, uh, you know, the, the your fans out there and people that just love to see trucks go fast, where's the best place to see, you know, what you guys are doing, and, and as you start rolling out some of these, these new products and, and engine parts? Yeah, for sure. Try to stay up to date as possible on our Facebook page. Uh, we have a Facebook page, Instagram page. During race season, it, it's always hectic, and uh, you know the uh, the winter time is is when the, all the cool stuff happens, and and a lot of that uh, people don't really want want showed off. So um, I uh, I think the uh, the best place to to keep up with us is is at the track and and on Facebook, and um, you know we uh, we always encourage visitors if you're ever swinging by Bowling Green to stop by. So we're we're less than a mile off off I-65 in Bowling Green, so really easy to get to. And um, you know, we've uh, we've got a website with, uh, with some e-commerce we've been working on as far as uh, as ways to to get stuff or get in touch with us or apparel that's uh, that's easier than calling or emailing. So we know that, and just trying to uh, so many hours in a day, you know. So just uh, that should be close to being done. And um, yeah, as far as anything else. Uh, we're, uh, we travel the ODSS series, so, uh, we're hoping this year to do a little bit more outside of that if, uh, if time allows, but, um, that's, uh, that's the one place you can definitely find us, so. <laughs> find you guys at the racetrack. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> well, that's awesome, man. We're, we're looking forward to see what you guys put together and bring. You said it was awesome just seeing, you know, what you guys did last year and, and the speed you guys were going and, and I know that this competition, it's going to be. It's going to be tight. <laughs> um, lots, lots of cool stuff in the works, and uh, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely going to be a, a fun challenge and a fun year for sure.